Welcome back. It's hey, Extra everybody. Shot of Leadership. Yeah, welcome back. Your leadership podcast with some practical, fun, happy solutions. That's it. Do you like that, happy? Happy solutions. <laughs> I can't say that they're always happy, especially this topic we're going to talk about today. Yes, we love this topic. Mm -hmm. Actually, I am really excited about having this conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's all around building relationships. I want to know, why is it that you want to talk about this? Well, this last week, I had a great conversation about building relationships. And it it was kind of all over the place. And so, you know, I go and reflect and I'm like wow, that was a lot. And so I feel like I just want to unpack it today. I feel like it would be helpful for other leaders. I know it's going to be helpful for me. And there was just some, in that conversation, I was not able to answer a lot of questions. And so I want to go through some of those questions today and maybe help some other leaders. Ooh, I want to hear what some of those questions were. But I personally love this conversation around building relationships because for me, I have kind of full circle on this I remember years and years ago, I was absolutely in a space of, I got to build relationships. Now, what does that really mean? And how do I do it? And I know those are really funny questions, but I struggled with that myself. I had a 360 in in 2014. And I remember in the 360, it, it said something like, you're terrible at building relationships, right? I mean, it was that direct. <laughs> And I, oh man, it was probably 48 hours before I could just even stomach the idea of opening up the report and rereading the feedback that I had received. And a lot of it was around this piece of you don't really have great relationships or you're not really good at it or all you do is focus on work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. And I remember in the session, you know, I still very... I mean, I have this visual of where I was, who I was talking to, and I had my, you know, little binder with my 360 in it, and they partnered us up with somebody else, and that other person and I, they said, hey, when you partner up, talk to the person on the other side who is the opposite of you, right? They are doing a great job, you know, they're the, they're the opposite. And so for me, this person did a great job in building relationships. And so, you know, I immediately like walk over there and I'm like, what do you do? I just need to understand how do you do this? And I remember that person. I mean, we have we had a relationship. We'd been working together for a long, long time. But she looked at me like I was nuts. <laughs> I mean, it was a mess. Like it's fundamental. What do you mean? Absolutely. Like I had a third eye. And she just looked at me like, are you for real? And I, I remember literally asking her, what do you do? And she looked at me and she just said, uh, you know, you you ask somebody to go to have a cup of coffee with you? And I was like, and do what? <laughs> and she was like, you you just ask like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, and that's it? And from there, at that moment, I just knew, okay, I've got this, something's wrong. I've got something wrong here because the questions I'm asking are are viewed as, ridiculous. Yes. Right. She's giving me some clear feedback that I'm off base here. And so I've spent a lot of time thinking about, do I really need to build relationships? How do I do that? You know, and then you can absolutely get into why do I or don't I like building relationships? All the psychology part of that. All of it. Personally. The underbelly of it Uh all, right? But where do you want to start? I'm so curious about the conversation you had 
and the questions you didn't have answers for. Well, I love hearing that, that your whole story right there. I was like, Perfect, because now we're in the zone of exactly what I want to know. Yeah. So the, some of the same questions that you were asking in that meeting, same thing right here. And so I think I want to start with the basics. Ooh, let's do it. Building relationships, and it's why is it important for leadership? Why is it important for the leader to build relationships around an organization? For me, I I think it is all around now seeing, right, looking back to that moment about the, you know, going out for coffee, now I only see work getting done that way. I, I can't even imagine being back, you know, 10 years ago and trying to get work done the way that I did get it done, if that makes sense. So now, 10 years later, oh my gosh, the way I would answer that is it's critical just to work functioning, work getting done is through relationships and through your contacts and how you make the quick call and you say, hey, can you help me out? I'm stuck on this. Or, hey, my team needs help with X, Y, and Z. And for me, the way I would answer this basic question, I think it's an important question, Mm -hmm. is why is it important? I think it's how work gets done well in any organization. Without those relationships, you are, there's barriers, there's something holding you back. It's not moving as quickly as it could potentially move. So it's through those relationships, everything happens. That's the way I see it. How do you see it? So that, I mean, woof, I can see a little bit of what you're saying. It's how the work gets done. But when, in my mind, as a manager, when I think of it's how the work gets done, to me, that is how my team is doing the work that we're supposed to do. And so it is really the the day-to-day activity. So I think I need you to help paint a picture for me. What does that look like? What do you mean by it helps me get the work done? So I can give a very specific example. But before I do that, getting to super detailed, I want to say in any organization, there are handoffs. There is a time card that a manager creates for his employees that goes to payroll. And payroll now pays the check, Mm -hmm. right? Pays the employee. So there are handoffs. There are connections. Work is being moved through an organization. And in order to move that work through an organization, well, what are the handoffs? Who, which department does this go next to? And where did it come from? So that's how my brain works when I think about relationships. Who is passing me this information? And once I do whatever I do with it, where is it going to? Because guess what? Sometimes when they're passing that work to me, there's an error. And I have to go back and I have to go, hey, look, there's an error here. Can you guys fix this? And the stronger that relationship is, guess what? They might fix that error a little quicker. Mm -hmm. Or... Maybe they go, yeah, sure. You know what? I'm so sorry. I won't do that error again, right? There's a conversation that takes place. Now, that error has probably delayed who you're handing it off to. Guess what? (laughs) You need some forgiveness. You need a little. Grace. (laughs) That's right. And I can, with that relationship, go, well, you know what? The guy who's handing it off to me over there, he screwed up, and that's why it's late to you. It doesn't, it's not really a teamwork mentality, right? We're not working together. And so in any organization, there's handoffs. There are departments working together to fulfill the mission of whatever the organization is. 
And not one department can do it all, right? We got to work together in order to fulfill the mission. So it's a very high level. Now, specific, hey, look, your team, maybe they deliver a product to the organization. They deliver a piece of communication to the broader organization. It goes out, let's say the organization is 500 people. Okay. And your team builds out a newsletter that goes out to those 500 people. Well, you can build that newsletter internally with your team, the five people or 10 people that are on your team. But wouldn't it be so much better if you built that newsletter out and you went to your relationships and you said, hey, can you give me some feedback on this newsletter? What do you think about it? When you have that relationship, they're probably more willing to give you the feedback, to be honest, to say, this part is good, but this part is... Versus, no, it's just great. It's ex- great. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it drives, again, the... It builds that relationship stronger, longer term, but it builds a better product. So you and your 10 people can create this amazing newsletter that goes out to 500. It's amazing to you. Exactly. <laughs> And those relationships that you have built outside of your team can help you make that product that much better, which then ultimately makes all 500 people better. Yes. Right? Uh, so That is helpful. I like that. The, that's the connection for me because you want to call in those, you want to call in those relationships to say, I want to know what you think. Am I on base or am I in a ditch here? Am I, am I crazy to be thinking that this newsletter is going to be helpful? Yeah, yeah, you are. Or no, you're not. We need this. Wow, this is a great idea. But it would be that much better if you did this in the newsletter. Oh, cool. Okay. So you're focused on the work, right? You're focused on the handoffs, but you're ensuring that whatever you're handing off is of high quality. It's what your 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 peers or your relationships think would be better overall for the 500 people. Yes. Okay. No, that's it's getting very clear. So I I can see. I mean, there are so many things I'm kind of unpacking from that. Yeah. One of them is that it helps make the work smoother, right? When there's jam ups or when there's things that are late, right? There's relationships that can help all of that smooth all of that out, right? Maybe it's somebody on your team that didn't deliver, which will happen. Which, We've all been there, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so you've got to go and kind of get the grace, and it's just it's like it's not a big deal, right? Because you've got that relationship. Versus if you didn't have a relationship. There'd probably be some more of, you know, in the break room somewhere else about that team and Pepper's team and all that. They, yeah. you know, a little up toe again. tapping. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like they think they're mm-hmm. so good at that. Mm-hmm. They, they failed us again. Yes. The other thing I heard is just, you know, making sure that what you're delivering is what people are wanting, right? And mm-hmm. the way they want it. And so you're checking to make sure that, like, is, is this valuable for you? Do you need me to deliver it a different way? So, That was one thing. But one thing I really heard in there was, okay, so where you're getting your information from and where your information is going to, those are probably the who you should be building the relationships with. I think that's a great point. Because when we talk about building relationships, you can't build it with everybody, right? I mean, that's... And there's no point. There's no real value, right? You have to have some sort of a scope, some sort of a target that you know, these are the people that I'm going to be doing a lot of work with, or they have a lot of input in the work that I do. Now, you know, as you were talking, and and I was thinking about my example around payroll, right? 
So is payroll asking, you know, other people, how would you like your checks this month? Probably not. But there may be some sort of question, you know, depending on who's listening to this conversation, there's something that will benefit in having relationships. You know, maybe that payroll group needs a new system and they're now going to have to be working with a new group to help build this new system. So yes, you're right. The handoff, think upstream, think downstream, and what those relationships look like. Who are they and what is the strength of the relationship? And can you can you improve it, right? What have you done so far in building those relationships? That's a whole nother question, right? What's been your role and and have you fostered them? Have you nurtured those relationships? So I love that because that is helping to answer one of the questions that came up in that conversation was who should you be building relationships with? And I think that is that is spot on. Is there anything else you would add to the who? I think your boss might be giving you some direction. I know my boss gives me direction in that space. And I may not think about who the way my boss does. And my boss will literally say, I want you to call this person and go have this conversation about X, Y, and Z. Now that sounds like, you know, she's micromanaging me and she's not, not at all. It's more of a, hey, a clear nudge from her that I may need to go build a relationship somewhere. And she'll, yeah, she'll kind of point me in the direction and I can see she's watching from the sidelines. What did I do? Did I do it? How did I do it? And what's the result, right? You know, has something additional blossomed for the organization as a result of that relationship now or that connection? Right, because they may have some information, right, that would help you that she sees can help you do your job. And so there's a why behind that. Yes. And I could ask and I could sit there and say, you know, why do you want me to... Doesn't matter. Exactly. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good point. And I just, you know, for me, it's like I just take the the direction and I'm like, okay, let me go see what's behind door number number three, you know? Uh So one of the things that I think we could talk a little bit about here is, do you see, now that we've talked about those things... Has anything bubbled up for you in terms of a leader who is good at building relationships and the impact to a team and a leader who may not be as good at building relationships and the impact of the team? You know, as we've talked about kind of upstream and and downstream, do you see anything that might kind of cascade down the impact? I, I know we talked a little bit about quality and those sorts of things and doing things that the organization wants. But is there any other kind of so what in this for building relationships for you? Sure. I, I Well, this is where my brain was going when, so I'm thinking about the relationships that I have. And we've talked before, you know, I'm not always going to be here. There's mm-hmm. going to come a day when I am like, you know what? <laughs> I think I think this is my time to go. I'm hanging up my hat. I'm hanging it up. I'm, I'm, I'm out. And it's been, a, it's been a great ride. Yeah. And if I, as the leader, did not do a great job of building strong relationships that my and even helping my team have a little bit of those relationships with me and I'm not passing that along a lot of things can just fall because there's there were no relationships or the relation the, the whole building relationships was not instilled in my team and they don't have relationships mm. and so it just to me it feels like you can almost drop a ball and leave the team at ground zero with the new supervisor coming in. There's no relationships to, to stem from. 
So two implications. One is things can get dropped or forgotten, right? Do somebody's walking out the door, new leader takes over the team. So something is dropped and not carried on. I like the second one you mentioned, that there hasn't been a bigger conversation around how the team builds relationships or a conversation around the importance and the value of doing that, right? They've kind of missed that opportunity of seeing the larger implications to building building great relationships and how that impacts their work. Yeah, that not only do they see it as important, but if I wasn't good at it, I probably didn't help them go do that and build their building relationship skills. And so it's just it's just going to fall flat. I mean, we're going to have to start from ground zero again. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough for the team. It's a it's a little bit of a oh man, if I had only known, I would have spent a little more time mm-hmm. here. I completely yeah. completely see that. And you can be a great leader going out on a high note. You know, you're able to accomplish a lot, mm-hmm. but you're just leaving a big hole there, gaping hole of no relationships for them to tie on to mm-hmm. and kind of keep the work going. So what's your top two, top three do's and don'ts for relationships? I'm curious. Have you come up with a list of what to do and what not to do? I'm going to give you one, and it's what I'm doing right now. So I am speaking from experience, and I'm not asking a leader to do anything that I'm not doing myself. And so it's an area that I want to work on this year. And so I am putting it on my calendar and I am making the appointments and I will not book over it or move it unless it's an emergency. And so I am making it a priority and I'm putting time on my calendar to go build relationships. So what are your do's and don'ts? Number one, I like that. I I mean, I like what you said in terms of I will not move the appointment so you're really staying disciplined and kind of like, I, as much as I don't want to do this, <laughs> I am going to do this. I think that's awesome. For me, you know, it took, like I mentioned, you know, my 360 highlighted some opportunity here. And I had to really understand a little bit around what is it that I don't naturally do in, in order to build relationships. I'm one of those people who I like my 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 group or my friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I learned, you know, along the way that you have to be open to the relationship with anyone because tomorrow will be a different day. There, you know, somebody's going to retire and a new person's going to be in that role. And now all of a sudden my work is going to be with that person. And so the, the opportunity is the work. I think the work creates the opportunity of meeting somebody new. And so I find whatever work I have And I, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to go talk to this person about this work, whatever it is, right, this project. And when I start that conversation, it creates an opportunity to have a deeper, more personal connection. And then you start to get to know people on that personal level. You know, what's, tell me a little bit about your family. Tell me a little bit about what's, you know, what's the latest vacation you went on or what are you doing this weekend? Or how do you keep your kids busy? Whatever it is. And that's where I I find that I want to talk more about, mm-hmm. honestly, is less about the work and more about them and understanding how they see the world or what's on their plate or, you know, how they build relationships, whatever it might be. But I have definitely gone through the process of, 
you know, asking, what am I supposed to say when I go to coffee? (laughs) (laughs) To now at the place of, I think we got this work part covered. Hey, tell me a little bit about your last vacation, where you went, what you did. I want to hear about your experience and really just getting to know them. I've gone, I want to say, completely through that keyhole. And it's just fun for me, really, at the end of the day. So it's no longer painful because you're not going in just to talk about the business, right? Because then it's like, how do I start and how do I stop? And okay, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Didn't feel like building a relationship. And so you finally have gotten to that place where you're comfortable, like just having a chat about something that's not about business during business hours. (laughs) Yeah. And so my number one, you gave us a number one of getting it scheduled. My number one is be open to where it goes. Just be open to uncovering things about somebody that you may not really know and all of a sudden realizing, hey, we have more in common than what I thought. Because you might have a great friendship out of it. And, And friendship is you know, is not the requirement, right? We are talking about business relationships, but it could end up in in a really strong friendship. That also takes me back. I mean, I remember, gosh, 15 years ago, intern, an intern in our organization, and they still razz me to this day, and we're still friends, great friends. We've known each other now 16 years And that was a work relationship. It started out of a project. I had to teach this intern how to run a system for our company. And that has resulted in a great long-term friendship that I still, we're going on vacation together. We still have to this day. Oh, I love that. I didn't know that. That doesn't happen every time, right? But allowing myself the opportunity of getting to know somebody, it can result in in just fun stuff, great stuff long-term. Yeah, that that is just such a great conversation about the whole, because I, you know, the conversation I was having this last week was really a compartmentalized building of relationships, and so the conversation was, well, I keep my circle tight. Oh yeah, right. I keep my circle tight, and I have enough friends. I can barely keep up with the friends I have, and I have a big family. And so, why in the world would I go try to put someone else in my circle? And I just, I love kind of what you're saying. It's really not about building a friendship to have them in your circle. It is about, it's still about the work, but it is, it's kind of a gray area of how do you not make it weird, right? (laughs) And how does it not be about business? So I'm not trying to be a friend. I just want to get to know you and more about you and, 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 and learn things. And that's really what it is. It's there's a a give and a take. When I'm building relationships or I'm meeting somebody new, there's I don't know, I just have this insatiable curiosity about what they know, how they know it, what did they learn, when did they learn it, and can I learn from them? Or can they learn from me? And likely it's both, right? There's a, a sharing of the learning back and forth. And it's the same thing. It's the sharing of the what did you call it earlier? It, it's the sharing of the forgiveness, right? Because there's a time when they're going to let me down and there's a time when I'm going to let them down for whatever reason. And so it's a sharing. It's a, you know, it's a two-way street. It sounds so silly. I, I'm not getting the right words out, but it really is a, a fun opportunity, I think, when you can partner with someone in your organization and work together for something bigger 
Yeah. And that's really how stuff gets done in my mind. I, I can't see it getting done any other way. Yeah. Maybe even just a mutual respect. They understand more about your work and what you do and what that looks like and why or how possibly could this have happened. And you've the same for you and their work. All right. So as we're winding up, I think there's one final component to this whole conversation. And I really think it boils down to, are you a private person? And sometimes mm. I know I'm a private person. It feels intrusive. It feels you're divulging too much. And again, that's not what this is about. This is really about focusing on the work. How do you work together? Who's working on what? How can you help one another? And those questions, those answers, they all get uncovered through time. So we're not talking about you're sharing some deep private thing about yourself at work. Again, that comes when and if the friendship ever really develops. But I, I understand that point around privacy because I'm right there. I'm one of those people that I really do appreciate my own privacy and I bring my, my thought, I bring my work ethic, I bring my focus to the job every day and not necessarily the whole pepper, because I don't yeah. know about that whole pepper. <laughs> I don't really want you to know about the whole pepper type thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I. there's only so much I'm going to share at work, right? But when I get out of here after five, we're having a little, you know, cocktail. I will share a whole lot more with those people that I am having a cocktail with, because they're typically someone I want to have the cocktail with. And so, yeah, I think that's a, a good uh, measuring stick of what will you share and are you oversharing at work? That type of thing. It's, it's really more about the work. And I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm starting to see that now. And I, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know what? This, even though building relationships may not be something I just love to do or crave to do, I feel like this is enough information where I like to be good at my work. And so I can go do it for that reason. Absolutely. So that leaves us with what is the one thing we would leave with anyone who's listening today the one question you've heard our conversation around building relationships. Do you have a question for people to consider, leaders to consider? I think the question in my mind for me that I'm asking myself is, do you have the right relationships? Are you building the right relationships for your role? That's a perfect question. What are you working on right now? And do you have the right people that you are connecting with and working with. Do you say yes to that question? No to that question? What are you going to go do about it? Yeah, because there's a whole lot of other questions that come behind that if the answer is no. Absolutely. And are you ready to dig in <laughs> and go through door number one? <laughs> and be a little uncomfortable. Fantastic. Listen, those of you who have joined us for this episode, we hope you have enjoyed it. We hope that it's been helpful. We hope that you are taking a tip, a question away, thinking about the relationships you have at work and really considering, do you have the right ones? And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to go share it with your leadership friends, share it with your leadership circle. Go ahead and share it with that real tight circle you've got. There might be somebody in there that can join this conversation and gain something from it. Look us up on Spotify, on Apple. iHeart. <laughs> heart. Stitcher. Just come on over and don't forget to subscribe when you get there. That'll put us in your feed every week. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. <laughs>